0: Welcome to the All Around Joe Podcast, where we believe that personal fitness is the key to living a healthy, happy, and productive life. So, today is actually some interesting reviews that I've been doing uh, this week or that have been coming live. Um, and as usual, these reviews have been done over usually about a month is what that I, or the amount of time that I take to do a review of a product. I should mention if, if you have anything that you'd like me to review on this show or on my blog, go ahead and send me an email at joe at allaroundjoe.com. This week what I have for you is Skins RY400 Compression Tights. And designer whey protein. So let's kick this off with the skins. What's great about skins is they're, comp- they're a compression tight that is supposed to increase the blood flow, which in turn will help you recover faster. The particular skins that I have are a recovery compression tight, meaning that it's for your downtime rather than your activity. Now, I've also reviewed the activity compression tights that skins have, and I really did really like them. So it's no surprise to me that I also like this particular RY400 recovery compression tight as well. The way that I've been using them is I'll wear them during sleep. So before I go to bed, I put on the tights and just have them on while I'm sleeping. Uh, if I'm feeling really sore, I would, I might also throw them on underneath my pants uh, for work or whatever um, I'm wearing that day. And what I notice is that my legs have a more rejuvenated feeling when I get up in the morning, uh, especially after hard workouts where I'm actually feeling sore or I would be feeling sore. It doesn't, it's not a miracle um, thing, like you don't, you don't have, like, the hardest workout ever and then go to sleep with your compression tights on, wake up feeling like you didn't have the workout. But it does feel like you you are a little less sore, um, a little bit f- more fresh than you are or than I am when I do not have the compression tights on. So um, it's one of those things where if you're looking for any little bit of performance that you can get, highly recommend checking out the Skins um, RY400 Recovery Compression tights. So I will also have the uh, complete review for you on the All Round Joe blog. I'll put that up in the show notes. Um, and like I said, the re- the other thing that I have reviewed for the last month is the Designer Way. Designer Way was um, awesome. Sent me some protein powder to check out. From what they are basically what they've been doing um, is increasing their line of protein powders, which now Um, To my surprise, I didn't realize this, they have all kinds of different things that they're they're offering. They have their protein to go, which are these little um, packets or almost like shots of protein. It's a powder, but you just rip off the top, put it into your drink, and go. It's about 10 grams of protein per packet. Um, So depending on how much you need, throw one or two or three of those packets together and have them on your go. Those guys, i got to say, the Designer Way Protein-to-Go packets taste amazing. Um, And the other cool thing is they're they're sweetened with stevia, so they're not using um, the typical artificial sweeteners in there, which I really, really like. I wish that all of these brands out here would get rid of their artificial sweeteners, so we stopped having to deal with that. Um, because there are these alternatives that are much better for you. So the Designer Way Protein To Go tastes fantastic. If taste is something that you look for in your protein uh, recovery drink, I highly recommend you check out the Designer Way Protein To Go um, packets. They are good. Good to go. (laughs) Um, In the core of this episode, we're going to be talking about starting CrossFit and how to get going with that. Um, I have a lot to just talk about on this topic. I've been coaching CrossFit the last two or three years, so I, I feel like it's a, a great exercise tool for you to have and something that you should definitely try and see if you like. And then if you hang around for the tips, I'm going to be talk, talking to you about how to make coffee and the caffeine in coffee more effective for you and how to get more out of it, and a cool app that I've been using in order to increase productivity and getting things done meaning increase the amount of workouts that you get done per week just from this app on your phone. So hang around for those tips, but without further ado, let's get started on how do you start with CrossFit? So, the way that I look at this is it's like hiring any type of other professional that you might have because there's CrossFit gyms popping up everywhere. So you ch- usually or you generally have some options. It is mind-boggling to me when I hear from people that say, well, I joined the CrossFit Gym down the street and I got injured doing CrossFit because they had they weren't paying attention to me and they had me doing something that I shouldn't have been doing. And they didn't the person telling me this didn't take the time to go and interview different CrossFit gyms, didn't even ask questions about the history of the coaches that were at the CrossFit gym to know what kind of coaches they actually were. You have to take this into account. Your body is your temple. Treat it that way. Make sure that you know what these professionals are doing or what they've done before you start working with them. What does this all mean? It means go ahead and figure out the CrossFit gyms that that are in your area that would be convenient for you to go to. Then set up uh, an interview-style process, or you you don't have to tell them that you're interviewing them, but uh, a consultation where you just go in and talk to them. Maybe they'll even put you through a little workout, depending on what their intro programming is like. But you should have some questions ready for these people. You should be asking them things like, how long have they been coaching CrossFit for? How long have they been personal training for? It's it's the same question. I consider the personal training and coaching um, under the same roof there. So ask them that. Ask them what kind of athletes they like to work with the most because some CrossFit gyms will be more geared towards performance and some will be geared towards general population so make sure that you're hooking up with whatever you are trying to get out of that particular uh, environment then go ahead and see see if you connect with the particular person or the coaches are there, that's also very important, there are some CrossFit gyms that are huge on culture and they want people to hang out and have a good time while you're there and there's other ones that are just Uh, pumping people through so that and that's also going to be come or or come back to your personality as well personally i like the culture i like to hang out with the people that are in this gym i I like to um, feel like i'm part of a community but some people maybe you don't want to be part of a community you get all these different options but don't think that you're confined to one so you got to go and try things out check it out ask the questions that you need to be asking Then, the last is, ask about programming in particular. I always like to know what type of programming these particular people are doing. Do they have different options for you? Ideally, they have different options so that you can progress any way that you want to. Let's say that you start out as a beginner. There should always be a beginner class, and then maybe there's a fitness class, and then ideally they even go as far as having a competition style class because you never know when you get started and i've seen this happen many many times you get started you go through the essentials or the beginners class and then you go into the regular classes which are sometimes called fitness and you start to get better and improve and your body gets all of these results and you want to take it one step further. I've seen this happen so many times from people that say, oh no, I don't want to take it that seriously, but then once they get started in it, it becomes a little bit addictive and you want to see how far you can push your body and it's great to have those options at the particular gym that you choose. I also like to look for little things like, do they offer yoga? You know, is there Pilates perhaps? Do they have any kind of uh, referrals or people that they're working with for massage therapy or acupuncture? Because it's a com- It should be a complete system that you're looking for, and it's always nice to be able to get those things under one roof. So if you can go and get your tough workout with the crossfit and then maybe on the weekend you go and you have a yoga class there, help with your mobility your flexibility, your mind, and then if they have a massage therapist that's either in-house or that they particularly that they work with so they, they know what the crossfitters are actually going through. You get that complete, rounded fitness experience. So those are the things that I would highly recommend that you do. Go ahead and check out different gyms, even if you like the first one you go to. Check out the other ones just to make sure, uh, because there's nothing that you have to lose there. Typically, that first session or intro is a is a freebie. They let you have it, and they always should. If they try and make you pay to check out their gym, I don't. Know, that would be a red flag for me right off the start. Um, CrossFit is typically an open, uh, family-style community and with people wanting to help you out. So if you have any questions about that that I can help you with personally, just drop me an email at joe at allaroundjoe.com. be happy to help you out in that in that arena. And if you're in my neck of the woods uh, in Seattle here, make sure you stop by Stoneway CrossFit up in North Queen Anne and uh, have a workout. On to the tips here first tip I have for you is how to make coffee and caffeine more effective. So, a lot of people don't think about these things, and, it, and this is something that will actually make you more productive and get the most out of your particular caffeine or stimulant that you're using. So, you have a couple of options for the first thing in the morning or first part of your day. If you're the type of person that gets up and eats breakfast, I recommend that you eat your breakfast... Ideally, your breakfast is very low on carbohydrates. This is going to do a number of things for you. Usually, you don't need those carbohydrates in the morning. And also, if you keep your carbohydrates low, then your body's not going to have that big bloat in your stomach. I don't care how much of the protein and the fat you eat, you don't have this heavy load burden you down. So, if you're eating your breakfast first thing in the morning, Have your coffee about an hour after you eat your breakfast. What that will do, your body will be primed up to take in that caffeine and the coffee so that it will drive right into your bloodstream and you will get a nice jump on feeling of productivity and stimulant. Now, if you're not a breakfast eater right away, which I tend to go back and forth on this sometimes where I'll delay my breakfast slightly, um, in order to get more work done. So if that's the case, you get up, you have your coffee first thing in the morning, and then you delay your breakfast maybe two hours. But those, uh, having that coffee on the empty stomach, with a delayed breakfast, will keep the stimulant of the, of the coffee going for you until you have that particular food or breakfast. So give those two things a shot. I also highly recommend, like I've mentioned on other episodes, mixing in some whey protein powder and coconut oil with your coffee um, to give you a little bit of of sustained energy as well. But give that a shot. Timing your caffeine and your food so they're a little bit further apart will definitely give you more jolt in that particular beverage that you are having. The other tip that I want to share with you is something called the Lift app, L-I-F-T app. What this is is an app that will help you with your habits. So it's a community of people that will actually cheer you on as you go along, what they call giving you props when you log in and keep track of what you've been doing. So, for example, some of the things that I have in my Lift app are 8 hours of sleep. Making sure I get 8 hours of sleep, I go in every day, and I'll check that off if I get eight hours of sleep. Writing for 30 minutes is something I have on there, so that if I go in and I i, I hold myself accountable for writing those 30 minutes, exercising is a great one to put on there, whether that it could be even more specific, jogging, running, um, going to the gym, whatever fits your particular profile. And the cool thing about it, and what I recommend you do, is you look for these particular... Uh, exercises or, or habits that you're creating that have more followers. So the larger group of followers that you have, the more props or people will see when you're doing those activities and you'll start to get momentum because people will cheer you on as you're getting them done. So really cool way to keep yourself accountable, keep yourself moving forward with your exercise and whatever else you want to put on the Lift app there. So give it a shot, and then people can get behind you and cheer you on as you go. It's pretty awesome. Check it out. I'll put it in the show notes. I linked it up. So that's what we have for you today. All Around Joe podcast, where we believe that personal fitness is the key to living a healthy, happy, and productive life. We'll see you next week.